A Gentleman Detective. This is commentary from James Brown. You go when you're supposed to go, and everything else is homicide. That's the haunting theme from Homicide Life on the Street. One of my favorite TV dramas. Its lead, Andre Brower, died a few weeks ago after a brief illness. He won a Best Actor Emmy for his portrayal of Detective Frank Pimbleton. Finding love is like solving the perfect crime. You look at every shred of evidence, you talk to every witness, follow every lead. But more often than not, what wins in the end is just pure, dumb luck. And you, my friend, are just not lucky. Homicide is largely memory hold in the streaming era due to music rights issues. It's the older sibling of another favorite of mine, the more acclaimed Wire. Both are based in Baltimore. Both are centered on cops. Both were novel for their times. Both from the brain and experiences of David Simon, a Baltimore newspaper reporter turned television writer. Simon's book, Homicide, Life on the Killing Streets, was based on embedding himself in a Baltimore homicide unit for a year. During that stint, Simon met the detective, whom Brower's character was based. In a 2025 interview, Simon credits executive producer Tom Fantana for creating the template for the show and teaching Simon television. Gail called me and said, do you want to try to write the pilot? And I said to her, I, do you take me for a fool? I mean, you know, here's a chance. There's a chance. Like, I looked at the structure and like the longer the show went, the more money I got in checks. So I said, get somebody who knows what they're doing. And I said, but later on, if, you know, once you have a template, I'll try my hand at one. And, and that's how myself and David Mills started with you. And, uh, and so that was, I mean, I didn't really go full, full in. I was not in his employ until season four. And the show was already an established fact. And it, it really was Tom's template. It was, it was, you know, Tom and Barry took a book that if you made that book into a television show, it would not have been, it was, you know, there's a lot of anti-drama in, in, in reality. And so it, it became its own, its own creature, and necessarily so, and, and to be admired. But I needed to see it actually exist before I could even contemplate it or, or any role in it. Fontana says his goal was to blow up the model of the cop show. I guess what we were trying to do was not repeat what other cop shows had done. We weren't trying to create some phenomenon. We were just trying to go, let's just not fall into the, you know, uh, the patterns that we've seen over the decades. Because the cop show and the doctor show, and I had done St. Elsewhere, they're the two basic kinds of shows on drama series on television and if you're if you're going to try to do them you really have to sort of blow them up 
in order to do them, I think, for, for a, a new audience. Because with, with YouTube and everything, you can watch everything that's ever been, practically everything that's ever been on. So, you know, we all have to be cleverer. No character on the show represents that more than Andre Brower's Frank Pimbleton. A black, geeky, insular, eccentric, Latin-speaking, Jesuit-educated gentleman scholar with a talent for solving murders that his colleagues call legendary. Let me get this straight. You're telling me about my wife? Is that it? Mary, Mary's gone. Livy's gone. I'm, I'm, I'm alone here in this empty house. What am I, what am I supposed to do? Uh, 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 spend the rest of my life waiting for my family to come back? Come on, Frank. Frank. Who is that? Who, who, who exactly is this, this Frank Pimbleton? I used to be so sure. I, I used to be uh, your partner. Um, that was the good old days. I used to be Mary's husband, uh, Livy's father. I'm, I'm, I'm still Livy's father. But uh, sitting here right now, I'm none of those things. You've got your job. <laughs> Being a homicide detective, that's who you are, Frank. You take some peace in that. Known for his interrogation skills, Pebbleton simmered, bubbling beneath his pressed dress shirts and suspenders until he popped in interrogation scenes. You are a citizen of a free nation. Having lived your adult life in a land of guaranteed civil liberties, you commit a crime of violence, whereupon you are jacked up, dragged down to police headquarters, and deposited in a claustrophobic anteroom containing three chairs, a table, and cold brick walls. Have a seat, please. And there you sit for a half hour or more until a homicide detective, a man who can in no way be mistaken for a friend, enters the room. He offers you a cigarette. Not your brand. And begins an uninterrupted monologue which wanders back and forth for a half hour or so, eventually coming to rest in a familiar place. You have the right to remain silent. What made Homicide different from most cop shows is how it leaned into ambiguity. Pimbleton and his colleagues weren't clean. Their redemptions were not guaranteed. Their reality was foggy. And that was as much part of the job as putting guilty parties behind bars. These flawed actors did the best they could with the time they had and often lost. I, I used to believe in my instincts that as a detective I was in I don't, I, don't, I don't even believe that anymore. Due largely to its atypical nature in its tough 10 p.m. Friday time slot, Homicide struggled, barely surviving for seven seasons. Or as I see it, Homicide crawled so the wire could walk. What do you think? Tell me in the comments at jamesbrowntv.substack.com or email me at jamesbrowntv at gmail.com. You can also leave me a message at 585-484-0339. On that note, I'm James Brown, and as always, be well.